You're listening to The Michael Lapinchak Show. Hey, what's up? What's going on? All right, all right. Today, let's get right to it. Today, I have a very, very, very... <laughs> we can't even get through it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have a very special guest. I have been waiting for this day for a long time. One of my very, very, very good friends from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is here, Jason Mocha. Say hello, Jason. Hello, everyone. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah, don't get too excited. <laughs> Stay calm. Jason and I met, oh, my God, long time ago now. Well, oh, geez. it's been a while. Eight or eight years now? Probably. At Nordstrom. I was a customer there when the Nordstrom in... Uh, Pittsburgh opened at Ross Park Mall. Sadly, I was an employee there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you were working in sportswear. I was. And I used to come in to get sportswear. Right, just blow it out. Just blow it out, and uh, you would wait on me. And then, you know, one day, you were like, listen, dude, you come in here a lot. Like, what do you do? Right. And I'm like, well, I graduated college, and I don't know. I just, I'm kind of doing this. I'm looking for a job. And you were like, why don't you work at Nordstrom? Why not? And I was like, I, I never, I never even. Let's just make it happen. Like considered it. So I looked Get on, on the A team. Exactly. So I, I looked on the website and Sandy Duke. Sandy Duke was there. She was like, why don't you sell some shoes? Yeah. And I was like, let's do it. Wolf, wolf, shoe dog. And that just, that just started the whole, I mean, basically that's just history. That's when history starts. Yeah. It's never been the same. No, no. Pittsburgh's never been the same. No, this area has changed. For- <laughs> Whatever, June 2010, yeah. somewhere around there, it kind of all just changed. It's, it, it's a whole different very different world now. Yeah, it's a whole different thing now. Well, I'm happy to be here today, and uh, it's very exciting that I'm on the uh, Michael Pimpinchek show. Yeah. And uh, it's a, there's a first time for everything, I suppose. Exactly. It's my first time on a podcast. It's... You know, podcasting is a very interesting thing. Um, you know, I, it's, I, I've said this before. It's the, my, it's the most favorite thing I've like, ever done. I really enjoy it. I, I'm just super into it. It's super cool that I could just record and just put it out there. Yeah. Just talk about anything. A- anything I want. Right. There's no. People can use it for their own enjoyment and yeah. have a good time. And, uh, yeah, and exactly. Do, yeah. Do, just do with it as they please. Exactly. Yeah. Feel free to adjust the mic. Yeah. This mic is interesting. What a contraption this is. I like it. I'm going to buy one for myself. Yeah, I'll yeah. never use it. I just yeah. want to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to look important. <laughs> no, uh, so in New York, I actually have broadcast boom stands that are attached to my desk. Mm-hmm. That way, you literally can just... You took it to another level. I I, I did. Mm-hmm. I, I was here. I understand. And then I just took it to there. Because mm-hmm. I, I wanted to be able to like grab the mic and just be able to... Pull it anywhere that I that I needed to. But that's what we do. Exactly. Yeah. If you're gonna dive into something, you need to make sure you do it a hundred percent. Oh yeah. All in. There's no other way. No. No. So speaking of that, this is this speaks to what we did today. It does. Yeah. So I've been home now for a while, but I've been busy with the show, and now that the show is done, Jason and I can now like hang out. Yeah. When be boys again. Yeah. Yeah. When he has a day off, and today is his day off, and. He was like, I'm, I'm going up to Butler to get a custom-made shirt. Well, I had to pick one up. Yes. And uh, it, they, they've been sitting on it for about two months, and I've been 
haven't found the time to go to go grab it. So what better day than today? Exactly. And something about Jason and I is we're both really into like men's clothing, right? like shoes, clo- like nicer. Because, you know, again, if, if you're going to do something, like if, like if you're going to get dressed in the morning. Yeah. Why not? I mean, why not just be yeah. in yeah. exceptional garments? Right. I'm, I'm not going to look like I'm walking to the gym. Yeah. When I go in public. Exactly. Right. Like, why not look like you're supposed to be somewhere and you are somebody? Correct. I mean, there's just no other. So we went up to, now, how do you pronounce it? Uh, Chico's. We went up to Chico's. Shout out to Larry Chico and Frank Chico. Yes. Chico's Tailoring and Butler. Now, I have not been in a store like that probably ever. Yeah, very interesting. It's a throwback. It's a super, it's a big throwback. My 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 Italian grandfather was in the clothing business. And to go and actually see like an kind of an old-fashioned Italian tailor shop. Yeah. Where you literally everything they sell is custom made. Phenomenal. Yeah. Cuz like I was thinking maybe they'd have some like product. No. 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 They they're it's just a store. It, it basically you walk in and it's a room full of stock shelves of fabric just reams of fabric, shirt choices, buttons, linings. Uh, things of that nature, overcoats. Uh, if you if if you wear it, they can make it. Uh, yeah. So no, nothing there is hanging for sale. There's there's no product to buy, but it's uh, that's kind of the appeal of it. it. It's a throwback, and you go there, and it's a very personalized experience and uh, uh, reasonable. Um, and anybody could walk in there. You don't need an appointment, and uh, it, it's phenomenal. And I, I found them a few years back, and Larry and I have become uh, good friends. And I, I refer, even when I was at Nordstrom, I would refer customers there that wanted something outside the box. Yeah. Um, you know, if you want a shirt with a paisley collar and a check plaid window pane body with two pockets, um, <laughs> they'll make it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> as they, long as you're paying for it, they'll make it. They'll make it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I continue to do business with them. And they're, they're very good. And I've never had a, a negative experience there. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that I, I think is the... The one thing, because, you know, I didn't plan on getting a shirt. I was just going to go with you because yeah. I kind of wanted to experience it. And then I just, I think when when you were like, you know, you like to support local family-owned businesses. Yeah, so that's big. Because, you know, you can go to Nordstrom and get a custom shirt. Yeah. I mean. It's not the same. It's, but it's not the same. Yeah. Well, yesterday that guy was probably, you know, on a fryer at Wendy's. Exactly. And yeah. now he's selling you a, a, a made-to-measure shirt. Yeah. And, and he has no clue what he's doing, and you just hope for the best in six weeks when it comes in. Exactly. And here I have a, a family legacy yeah. uh, that's been passed down, and they know what they're doing. And in three weeks, you'll have a, a garment that will fit you perfectly for the rest of your life. Yeah. If you take care of it. There, there's there's a big difference between a box store and a, and a, and a yeah. family-owned place in, in the middle of Butler. And I think w- once I saw all the options, and, and I saw your shirt. So Jason was picking up a shirt, and then you ordered another shirt. Correct. And when I saw your shirt, uh, the one that you were picking up, I thought, you know, I think I need to yeah. have one of you these. You need to dive in and get something. Exactly. Right. You can't go wrong. And, and they, s- they, did, they did a great job. Yeah. And so... Um, we looked at a bunch of different fabrics, and, and you pick out every detail. Everything. From the collar, okay, what style collar, mm-hmm. what style pocket. I didn't even know there were, like, all these different kinds of, of pockets. I'm pocketless. I don't go for pockets. Yeah. You got a pocket on yours. I like having a pocket. Yes. I like to put my phone in my in my breast pocket. And then I didn't even know a French style a French thing. French pocket, yes. Of, so 
the plaque on my shirt right now, it, it, you, it there's like, I don't know, like like an edge here. Correct. It's like a, I don't even know what what you would call it. Yeah, it's just a, it's a stitched edge. Yeah. Right. On, on, in the on the other side of the of the button. Yeah. Um, a but, French front front does not have that. It yeah. Is, it is a. It's a smooth. It's a smooth surface. It's it's. Uh, you know, more of uh, it, women's shirts have for, all have French pockets, yeah, and then custom men's shirts do. And I decided to go with the French because the pattern I got, the, Larry, Larry, um, the he decided that because of the pattern, and I and I agreed, it wouldn't be good to have this stitch because it would break the pattern. Up. It would yes. break the the uh, the pattern. Yeah, and then he he even measured the slope of your shoulders. Uh, things it's like, like unbelievable. That. Yeah, yeah. Every little he asked you to take your watch off to make yeah. sure the cuff was going to be big enough. Every little they, thing. They make sure that it's an experience that uh, it's a little deeper than going to your average store and uh, getting measured for a shirt. This and, is a you know good half hour of uh, measurements and then and then you can have at it. But once once your measurements are done, all you do now is if you if you like the experience, you like the shirt, you go back and just pick another fabric. They don't need to remeasure you. Exactly. Okay. So, but if you want to tweak something here or there, they'll be more than happy to do so. And all the different cuff options. Yeah. I just didn't realize there were so many different op like options. Yeah. So I, I ended up going with the what was it called the 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 uh, cutback. You got a cutback one button. That's just it's just cool. I don't know it, it. Two things attracted me. I'm I'm to this. When you were like, you like supporting local businesses, mm -hmm. and when you said, it's a shirt that you can't buy off of a rack. Right. Like, you can't go and buy this shirt. Yeah, it's that different. Like, th this shirt does not exist in a store. The shirt that I bought for myself today. No one else will have that. No, it's, it, 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 it's mine. Yes. That, that's it. With right. my initials. I even, I even picked the kind of back. Like, there's the, there's the box pleat. Yeah. Then there's the, the two darts. Mm -hmm. Did you do a plain back or the or the darts? I got a uh, a darted back. Yeah, a darted back. Correct. And there were a couple other options for backs. I can't even remember. You get a them. smooth back if smooth you want, back. and then a box pleat in the middle. I mean, it's like I didn't even know these things were like options. Like, like options. Right. These are little details that uh, you don't think about when you go to your average store, but uh, when you have to design your own shirt, which is the fun of it. Yeah. Uh, you realize how much goes into making a simple garment. But if you want a premium experience, yeah, and you want a pre, you're getting a premium product. You pay a little bit of a premium on the price, but it is worth it. I mean, this, this, this. It's like you said. It's kind of like a, it's like a lost thing. It's like a lost art. Lost art. Yeah, you just don't find it like anymore. You don't, and that that's what. Uh, it's so sad. It is kind of sad. That's it's, we're in the uh, era of you know big box stores and one stop shops. This shirt that I'm wearing right now, it's just a Nordstrom Smart Care yeah. white button down. That's fine. And I needed some of these for here. Mm -hmm. And so it's nice to be able to go to Nordstrom and just say I need a 17 and a half, 34, 35. This is actually a uh, 35. Mm -hmm. And just grab three of them and go home. And now I have shirts. Right. I don't have to wait three weeks. But then there comes a point where it's like, you know what? You want you want something special, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, they could make me a regular white shirt, right? If I wanted to, sure. They could just do this exact shirt. There were but... a, about 150 white shirt options. Yeah, but right. that but that's the thing, though. Right. 150. Right. Like if like this is whatever white Nordstrom has picked. This just like regular white. Yes. But what if I wanted like you know, maybe kind of an off white, or maybe this kind of white. An eggshell. An eggshell. Yes. Mind you. If you will. If you will. <laughs> yeah. So this is a shameless plug for Chico's tailoring. And, yeah. um, the check better be in the mail, Larry. 
Larry and Frank Chuck better be, you know, on the house. Yes. Uh, a couple shirts. I mean, they have little cards with, like, the different button options. Yeah. It's cool. Unbelievable. And literally countless fabrics. I, I, I don't even... Yeah. Just, it was actually slightly over, like overwhelming. Yes. But once I saw the pattern, I was, in, I knew like immediately. You know, yeah. That, that, that I got a blue, like geometric pattern, a sports shirt with the pink version off for like the uh, detailing. It's the move. Pink stitching, like the blue and the, it just, as soon as I saw it. Yeah. It, cause again, you're, you're not going to see that shirt anywhere. Yeah. It's going to bring them all down. Oh. Put that on. It's over. I can't wait to wear it. It'll be epic. It'll be a great day. We, we we're gonna have to figure out where to go. Like where to go. Yeah. Like we're gonna as soon as I I have the shirt. Yeah. We're we're gonna have to plan. Yeah. An adventure. Absolutely. So people see it. I think we should go to Nordstrom. We you know what? <laughs> people on the Snapchat are uh, oh yeah asking asking me what the heck I'm doing on a podcast. They they're, they're <laughs> quite concerned and. Uh, I have to respond to them. Uh, you know, I have to put their mind at ease that uh, the world's not coming to an end. That's right. I'm just, it's just simple, friendly podcast. And, uh, you know, do not be alarmed. Oh, my Lord. The coolest thing about knowing Jason, ladies and gentlemen, the coolest thing, I think, just besides his friendship in general. Oh, geez. I don't know where this is going. Is I pull up to his townhouse today. He opens his garage, and there in front of me is a Lamborghini Countach. Yeah. My baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> 25th anniversary, yeah. black. Tan. Uh, yeah, black on tan. Mm-hmm. La- 19 what? 89. 1989 Lamborghini Countach. Yeah. I was four years old. Yeah. Four or five. I was five, yeah. Yeah, four or five. Yeah. Tell me about that car. Tell me, how did you, how was that car brought into your life because i don't even think i know well i had a previous lamborghini that i did not know i did yes i had no idea yes it was a white uh red um targa it was a v8 it's called a yalpa and uh basically i wanted to trade that car in or i or acquire another car and i went to look at a ferrari okay and i ended up uh, trading my yalpa in on the countach so that's kind of how that went down. That was in 07. Really? Yeah. So that's like right before we met. Yeah, it was before we met, yes. That whole that all went down. Mm-hmm. Where 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 was the Akuntosh? The Akuntosh was in a private collection in Virginia. Uh, a lawyer owned it and he was getting a divorce fortunately for me. Oh boy. Right. <laughs> hey, there's always yeah. a silver lining. Well, you know. He didn't choose wisely apparently, <laughs> so uh, now my benefit was was he the first owner? Do you know? He was yes, he was. Oh wow! So he bought it in 1989 yeah. or like whatever. Yeah. So he bought it new. He I can't imagine buying it new. I, I that's, 19 Wolf of Wall Street. Can you imagine? It's the same car in Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, that's unreal. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah, the one where he's on like Quaaludes. Yes, got and the he's ludes. he's crashing it all over. Correct, and he's kicking the door up, and that's the same car. That's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. I have to say, we'll reenact that. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll 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 acquire some quaaludes. Some, yeah, they don't exist anymore, but we will figure it out. Well, you know, I, there's. Prob- I'll make a call. There's. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably an equivalent, right? Yeah, there's something. We'll we'll figure it out by the end of the day. We'll, the- 
I'll know where after Nordstrom after we get the clarification. Yes, we will go. Yeah, we'll do some hunting. <laughs> yeah, no problem. That's the greatest. Yeah. Thing. Yes. It's kind of too bad Quaaludes that don't exist anymore. I know. It seems like a pretty good time. I think it would be great. I mean, someone's what? What if someone was just like, you know what? We're just gonna remake those. Yeah, why just, not? Just like you know, it's gonna be like Privasec OTC. I think when you buy one of our custom made shirts, you it's, get a Quaalude. I think that's what it should be. <laughs> I, think I think it's like a. It, yeah. It's just a throw. Thank you. The next four years is, is going to be a lab experiment. It is. Really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to see how things uh, go. Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, Mr. Trump didn't uh, even understand that he had to replace the West Wing with his own staff. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like confused and overwhelmed by the yeah. thought of doing that. He has to hire 4,000 people. Yeah, he he was like, oh, I, I didn't know. Can I do that from Trump Tower? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't even want to live in the White House. No, he he it's actually literally doesn't. Too small for him. Yeah, yeah. He it yeah. is. It, it's it's too plebeian <laughs> for him. It's it, it's the guest house. Yeah, he's making arrangements to be the president at like many locations. Yes, like that is quite <laughs> quite the standard. You know, I wonder what his what's going to happen to his airplane. I mean, well, he gets Air Force One. His now. other plane is Air Force One. Yeah, yeah. Donald Trump's <laughs> other plane is yeah, Air Force One. That's cool. That's listen. It, it's going to be the coolest four years. I, 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 I hope it's eight. Yes, but at least it's. It, I just hope it goes well. Yes, yes. You know, and, of course. Because a lot of people wanted a, a change, and I, and yeah. Personally, my thought is that what happens is in politics is there is a pendulum swing. Yes, of course. We were on one extreme. Yeah. With the hope and the change. Yeah. Eight years ago, right? And now. We're trying to find equilibrium. Yeah. So now it's the other extreme. Yes. Right? Yeah. And in in eight years, maybe four years, somewhere in the middle, it'll come back to equilibrium. And exactly. that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And I, I hope that he understands that. And, you know, he needs to understand that when a president opens his mouth, it affects many changes in the world, in the market, the, things this, like that. This is going to be, I think, actually the most challenging thing for Trump. Is his Twitter account? Yes, and what he says. We need to take ownership of that. I'm. I think as part of our clothing business, we should also have a political yes. consulting yeah. wing. Yeah. And we sh- actually, I I have the link. I I joked on my Facebook that since my show is now over, I am now like available for work. Yeah. And I and I and I was like, I wonder if Trump has any work for me, and it was a joke. But then someone put a link. Someone commented with a link to the job site for his administration. Yes, because he they have to hire four thousand people, yeah. and I'm considering putting in an application Why to not? work in the Trump administration. Why not? Can you? That would be the coolest four years of my life. Right. Like college, high school. No, no, no. no. I worked in the Trump administration. Right. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like I worked like in the West Wing, right. like copying things. Yeah. Who and cares? I saw him a couple times. Who cares? I mean, that's like the coolest shit in the world. Right. Why not? Why not work in the Trump administration? Yeah, it's something to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're Go to a DC. government employee, right? Yeah. Why, why, yeah. What the heck? I think, I'm assuming so. You, you work in the West Wing. I guess it's a government employee. I You're being know. paid by the government. Yeah. Can Just, you imagine what his uh, State of the Union speech is going to be like? Oh, uh, Listen, I can't I, wait. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for the inaugural. Yeah. I can't wait for the State of the Unions. Yeah. They're going to be the craziest presidential speeches of all time. They're just going to be unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm dude. The man has an engine, doesn't he? Oh. He was campaigning until 1, 2 in the morning. Just 
just nonstop. He's nonstop. Gone five, six, seven places in a day. Yeah. Hillary would be like one done. Yeah. Hillary's taken a nap and he's done three states. Yeah. It's incredible. That, but, that, but I've read most of On his, his own plane. Yes. I've read most of his books, right? Yeah. And he talks in his books about the reason why he's so successful is he only sleeps four hours a night. He goes to bed around midnight, wakes up at four or whatever. And by 9 a.m., he's already worked for five hours. Yeah. He's already read every newspaper. He's already gone into the office. He's already started making phone calls over to Europe or whatever, wherever his hotels are. Sure. He's already doing work. By the time you get to your desk at 9 a.m., mm-hmm. he's already done five hours. He's eating lunch. Yeah. He's already yeah. done a half a day's of, or a half day work. Like he's already done it. Yeah. It's like unbelievable. Right. So one in the morning, he's campaigning. He's thinking to himself, where are we going next? Yeah. Totally. It's, sir, it's, it's one in the morning. Totally engaged. I mean, that's why he won. I mean, there's so many. I told you we were talking to Larry about this up in Butler, but um, I knew he was going to win when Hillary nominated Tim Kaine because that guy's a dingus. Yeah. Like, I knew right away. Yeah, like, who? that guy's never. Whoville. I said to myself, that guy will never be vice president. No. It's not that Hillary isn't going to be president. He will never be vice president. Either she's going to win and he's going to have to step down for some reason, or she's just going to lose. Because that, that clown is never going to be vi- no. vice president. And the and Monday night, I got an alert on my phone that Trump was live in New Hampshire. And I opened the phone, and it was like a hockey arena, like, like the Megatron, full of people at 1 in the morning. Right. East Coast. 31,000 people. At one in the morning on the East Coast in New Hampshire, listening to Donald Trump. Yeah, I was like, he's gonna win. Now I don't think he won New Hampshire. I think he lost it by like three votes or something. Yeah, doesn't matter. We're gonna find this. To see, yeah, yeah, we gotta find it. Yeah. But to <laughs> but to see that many people in an arena at that late at night, I was like, well, this this guy's gonna win because that's just not New Hampshire. No, that's everywhere. No matter where he went, incredible. It was so many people. It was unbelievable. I was in Texas when the election was going down, which is a great place to be Ugh. when a Republican is going to win. <laughs> and there, I, you know, it's I'm sitting down there at a restaurant, and it was just incredible. I mean, people were cheering and clapping, and the whole deal. It was a very different atmosphere there. I was fortunate to be there during during that election. It's, I'll never forget that. I think that'd be the coolest place to be. It was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think if we told girls that we we do podcasts that you know it would help us? Yeah, because I think it's an interesting yeah. thing. Yeah, because then they want to like listen to it. Yeah, because when you listen to this, it sounds it's like giving out your mixtape. Yeah, totally. Right? <laughs> no, totally. Because you know, later today or tomorrow, I'm going to listen to this entire thing. I'm going to yeah. edit it. Yeah, I modify the sound. I I equalize it. I fade things in and out. I add music in sometimes or sound effects. Like it, it it'll be it'll sound like. Like a real professional produced thing. Yeah. And so when a girl's like, oh, my God, you do have podcasts. And it's like, can I listen to it? And then they listen to it. And, sure. and it sounds like. Sure. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like you are. You're like a legit like broadcaster no or problem. something. I mean, Whole Foods, though, it's like I'll go there for lunch. Right. Yeah. And I'll walk in. I never eat there. That's I think that's weird. But I'll go in and I'll, I'll like get a wrap or something. Yeah. And I'll, I'll get it to go. And all these people are like hanging out there. Like, yeah, they're eating and like they're socializing. And then there's like a, like a craft beer area. Yeah, and I'm like, well, you know, it's it's one thirty in the middle of the day. Like, do you have somewhere to be? Yeah, or, like, <laughs> like, don't you have somewhere? Yeah, to I'm go. a little confused. Like, I don't know. 
you know, it's like a baseball game in the middle of the day. There's like sellouts. Yeah. It's like the twelve thirty five game on a Tuesday. Like yeah. what, why are forty thousand people at a baseball game in America? In the middle of a day. Well, yeah, like go to work. Yeah. I don't know I never I've never understood that. Like NHL games, they're like in the night. Yeah, they're like on weekends, and they're on Sundays. So yeah. even if it's a one one p.m. game, yeah, you, even even NFL if games, even yeah, if you like, go to church in the morning, you can still make make the game. Yeah, I don't understand. But like like a baseball game, like in the middle of the day, like like on a weekday, attendance must be very skewed. Like, yeah, in the numbers, like <laughs> like only only attendance of eight thousand today yeah. when there's thirty thousand seats. Well, well know, some people had to like pay for a ticket. Like yeah. somebody has to go to work. <laughs> I don't understand that. That's weird. Well, I was like, at, the rest of the world must wonder. Yeah, right? yeah, like, no, I, I think so. Am I, I? I can't be the only one that thinks. No, that. no, like, it's a little bizarre. Okay, yeah, but we were uh, Danielle and I ran some errands down Waterworks, which, if you're listening, is uh, the my little strip mall. They have the you grocery store. You can't say store. if you're listening. Like and people are at listening. This point, yeah, like. You don't have a really much of a choice but to listen. <laughs> it's I, true. Like I made a special trip. Yeah, it's very true. To be on this podcast. Very true. Just tune in. Yeah, exactly. That's all. That's all <laughs> That's I have to say. <laughs> when did we go to uh, Capital Girl? Last Thursday. Yeah. So My we. So we went. Okay. We go okay. To okay. So listen, people. So the last podcast we recorded, and then we went out. Jason and I went. Yeah, yeah. And we went to Capitol Grill. Yeah. And just... I mean, that's standard. Blew really. it out. Yeah. Just... She, you know what's funny, and I'm sorry to cut you off. It's fine. I have to say this. A couple people at work asked me what I did on my day off. They're, you know, when you're off, yeah. they're always, like, in my business. You sure. Know, like, what'd you do? Like, I'm like, I went to the dry cleaners. Like, is that sexy? Or, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. So I said, you know, I went to Capitol Grill, and then they're like, well, how was it? And then, you know, you start talking about your meal or whatever. And I said, uh, yeah, we got there at a pretty good hour, kind of early. Yeah, we were able to get a table easily. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty nice. And uh, uh, we sat at a table, like, in the bar area. Yeah. So that's kind of, like, what I prefer. A little more atmosphere in there. And yeah. stuff. So um, It's chill in there. It's chill and it's relaxed. It's not as stuffy as the dining no. the dining room. You look at pictures of Andrew Carnegie. Exactly. And, and things like that. And so <laughs> I remember... I just told everybody our our uh, server came over and and asked if we had been there before. <laughs> That's kind of like the standard yeah. question, yeah. Like the icebreaker, yeah. I don't know. Uh, and like the look you gave her was like just like you were appalled that somebody would even ask you that. Like you were like it was such yeah. like a befuddled look. Yeah, like, you were like, Ugh. like you, you like. You might have contemplated like leaving, like <laughs> like we're gonna take our business to Morton's. Like I can't believe you don't recognize me. Like, I'm here like pretty damn often. Like they've offered to put a painting of me yeah. on the wall like, next to Roberto Clemente, right? Yeah, and, and Mr. Rogers. Yeah, like that guy in that booth is paying for my meal. Like, just just bring start bringing food. Like we're really hungry. <laughs> Alec Baldwin was like slamming Trump on Twitter, and and like Alec Baldwin, like shut up. Yeah, like you're you're, you're an impr- actor. You're an actor. Your impression sucks. Who cares? Yeah, like go away. Yeah, like who cares? Like what you think? Right. If if you know what, if you want to make such a change, why don't you run? Yeah. Okay. You, that, Put your money what, where your mouth is. You know what? Is. This that's what I'm I'm Trump did. Yeah. He said McCain failed. You know he teased it for like two. 
Okay. Trump okay. has been talking about that for a long time, and, and everybody, that's what it was like, it was like calling, you know, wolf. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was the problem. Yeah, people crying wolf, yeah. Crying wolf because people didn't take him seriously because he threatened to do it before. Yes. If, if he but wouldn't it was, have done that. But it, it was always like, kind of like Trump brand, Trump brand, I'm Donald Trump. <laughs> you know what I mean? One, remember, uh, like in, uh, it had to be August, September, he had that interview down in Florida, like a conference. Yeah. And then he had like the Trump state. Yes. That, okay. That's like the greatest. That literally was the greatest <laughs> moment in presidential politics. I couldn't believe that was real. This election has had the two greatest moment in presidential politics. The, the first one was when, <laughs> when she, when she said in a debate, um, I'm very happy that you aren't in control of the law and order in this country. And he goes, because you'd be in jail. Right. That is the greatest debate moment of all time. Yeah, mic drop, that, right? That, that almost trumps Ronald Reagan yeah. going, Inexperience. I will not take, or I will not um, exploit my opponent's youth and, and, and inexperience. Or For something my like benefit. That. Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the other one is when when everyone was like calling out Trump for his like failed businesses, and he literally has a press conference with all of his products, yeah, from Trump water, Trump steaks, yeah. books. He he's he is unbelievable. Right, he's an. He un- just doesn't care. This is that's I, what I love. That's his magic. The caring is like at an all time low. That is his. <laughs> that is his magic. Yeah. He does not give a fuck. Yeah, because he is the first president who honestly doesn't need to do this. No. Think no. about it. Yeah. Every no, other right. president, pretty much, yeah, was a politician. Yeah. We there's some generals, uh, Eisenhower, yeah. uh, Grant, That's et cetera, fine. et cetera. But if you think about it, for Hillary to have a job, she needs to be a politician of some kind. For Trump, what do you think she's gonna do now? You, you, well, this is what I hope she does. I hope she just goes and be and is like a grandma. Yeah. And like a wife and 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 just a mother. Plays low. And just you know what? You have spent literally your whole life from first lady of Arkansas to secretary of state and everything in between have served this country. For better or worse, however I feel about it, yeah. you have served this country. Sure. You have done your do your your like duty. And you're in your sixth, sixth. She's pushing seventy, yeah. right, or something like that. She doesn't know any better. That's that's a thing. It's it, like, it might be hard for her to like like go out of it. Yeah. But Did you see a video where they thought they won and Bill oh, was like jumping yeah, up and down. Yeah, they're like jumping up and down. Oh, that's embarrassing. So arrogant, but <laughs> but Bill, well, Bill, he could do Bill. What he wants. I, uh, I like you know, Bill. Bill. You know, Bill and Donald are like boys oh, behind the scenes. Oh. They're like. They're like, they're like best friends. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, they like, I mean, they've you, done like horrible things. You, you can't have like Melania Trump in your yeah. life. And Bill was that, uh, Hey Melania. Yeah. They've done some Listen, stuff we can't talk about on uh, the air. I'm going to take Melania in the back here. And uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> but no, seriously, it's like Hillary, why don't you just go be a human Yeah, and just take, you know, have fun. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, there's still the Clinton foundation, which is right now still a thing. Yeah. I don't think Trump is going to go after her. I don't He's think she's he be in jail. Yeah. That's all campaign. Because yeah. honestly, that is such a distraction. There's other more important things they to do. They just need to move on. Yeah, I, I think it is best. Just just, yeah. just move on. Just You know, it's um, it's not quite the same as Ford pardoning um, Nixon. But it's kind of like, let's just forget it. Richard Let them... Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> Holy hell. What? Man. What? That guy messed up. That... <laughs> That's the only way you could put it. Really. He just he shit the bed. He shit the bed. He literally, yeah. he literally was okay. There are two Richard Nixons. You can read two history books um on him. Yeah, you could read the Great Statesman, 
the the man who opened China back up to the world, the great like uh, he had great uh, domestic and foreign policy. You could read that book, and then you could read the paranoid Watergate fuck up book. He was weird, man. He literally was like two different presidents, and he literally was going to be considered a great president. I mean, the man won. 49 out of the 50 states like you know what i mean yeah, just sweet. like just like sweet. just like a reagan but all of a sudden he but nixon was very paranoid because they always play to the fact that most presidents are these ivy league elite kind of guys you know even someone like george w bush who is perceived as a dumbass yeah went to harvard and yale yeah and there's richard nixon who did not richard milhouse milhouse nixon always was battling against the the stigma the yeah. the, the Ivy elite because sure. even Kennedy Harvard grad who beat him yeah was this Ivy League brat who he would I Jack Kennedy you know fuck him yeah I don't need a Harvard education I'm retro yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. and he always fought against that and it made him paranoid because he felt like they're smarter than me like, somehow they're out he, to get me exactly they're yeah. out to get me because they have he he saw them as like this secret society yeah. of like Ivy League. They were they were like Big Brother too. Exactly. Yeah, that's what. And it, it made him paranoid. Yeah. And then he but he see the, the the fucked up thing is he didn't have to do what he did. He was gonna win re-election. He didn't have to break yeah. into Watergate. He was a popular president, but he was messed up in the head. Well, it's weird. He's not the only one. I can't wait to see what kind of president Trump is. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be interesting. Well. I'm a big hockey guy, right? Sure. When the when you have the best player on the world on your team, yeah, you're always gonna be like picked, yeah, to do something great, right? Yeah. So it, it's kind of like this curse a little bit. Yeah. So like expectations are always like sky high, mm-hmm. but like you can only do so much. Like a hockey yeah. player has you know much less effect on the outcome of a game than like a guy who plays the whole game, like at LeBron. Yeah, James in a basketball game, they play like the whole game. Yeah, same but, with with Ben. Like, well, like, whole offensive right. side. Ben yeah. can't like stop the other team from scoring. Exactly, and like we, yeah. we really lack that. So, you know, with the Penguins, it's like I I hate when they were like we're gonna Penguins pick to win the cup like you know four years in a row and then they didn't. It's like oh what a bust like this team is. Well, no, like no, they've won two cups in, in the past ten seven, years, seven years, in seven years. Okay, it's 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 like the hardest trophy to win. Yeah, it they're extremely successful they yeah. are always in the playoffs we're like blessed beyond belief in pittsburgh right yeah and you know like columbus wins like three games in a row and they want to like throw a parade exactly. okay like <laughs> yeah. toronto maple leafs the the mecca of the hockey universe yeah they last won a stanley cup in 1967 the year the penguins came into the league now think about that. That is the the epicenter of the hockey universe, and they haven't won. They haven't won a championship since the Penguins entered the league, and we've won four since then. Correct. We are the most successful expansion team ever. Oh yeah, well that's not surprising. No. Yeah. But that that's we're so spoiled. You yeah, know? we are. Hockey in Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh we're, we're very from Mario Lemieux to Yager now to Crosby and Malkin. Yeah. And everyone, we've uh, and had you know, the best player in the game since 1984. Yes, it, it's remarkable. You know who lives on my street? Peter Taglianetti. Yeah, I yeah. saw his cups. Yeah, because he had a Christmas party last year. Yeah, and he has I, a cup replicas and rings and all that. I, I kind of like you know peeled off from the party and yeah, well, I, I saw you sent me the picture. Yeah, and he has everyone gets a little cup. 
Yeah. Just like if you went to Ben's house, yeah. he'd have his... Did you see my Stanley Cup on my dining room table? I did, yeah. yeah. That's like my centerpiece yeah. for Thanksgiving. You should put it's some flowers. Cup. Yeah. <laughs> for champagne. Yeah. I don't care. But you know, like, everyone... So, like, Ben has... How many does Ben have? Two? Two Super Bowls. He, so, he has two little Lombardi trophies. And so, Tagnanetti, he has two little Stanley Cups That's that cool, represent yeah. his win. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's like the great, like, you know, I'm, I'm like, you know, such a big, big, you know, I'm a hockey fan first, then I'm a Penguin fan. Sure. Like if, if the Penguins didn't exist, I'd still, I still watch it every other game. Sure. Okay. But the, to be able to go see like quality hockey at the highest level. Yeah. In our city of all play, because hockey's a global sport. Sure. That's remarkable. It is. Like, that's really cool. And, you know, we're just, we're just super lucky. Yeah. You know, you know, when we lose a game or two, the sky's falling. Yeah. You know, we won the Stanley Cup. We're the champs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're going to have, like, it's going to be okay. Uh-huh. Like, you lose a couple games, no big deal. Well, well, well they, the Pens know how to win. They're a solid hockey team. You're not going to win every game. They're, they're a little bored with the regular season. All right. So, tonight, what, what we're going to be doing, so this is Wednesday before Thanksgiving, we always go out to Walnut Street. That's where all the people from, like, my high school and stuff go. Now, I don't know who's going to be there because, you know, I, I was in high school a long time ago now. But my younger sister, who's, who's in medical school, really wants to go because she's, like, burned out from trying to be a, a, a doctor and all that shit. So that's what, that's what we're going to do. We just pick a bar. We bar hop and just drink. And it's not raining or anything. Let's just go. Let's just do it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a little hungry, too, man. We'll get some food. Yeah, they have, like, you know what? We should go to Mario's there. They got great, like, tater tots and shit. Yeah, I mean, just that kind of great food. See, I mean, we don't always eat like Kona ribeyes. No, see this thing. What I like about me is (laughs) wow. (laughs) What a statement. What I like—that's a show. What I like about me—that's just like wow. (laughs) Is I can enjoy. I'm still getting over that. Give me a minute. (laughs) I can enjoy like the really luxurious things in life yeah but i also appreciate a tater tot yeah oh yeah and like a mcdonald's sandwich you know what the game the other night on monday night um the, you know the yard like the restaurant the yard yeah they opened like a place up in um in ppg paints arena yeah so um i went over to like check it out because I, I, I didn't eat all day and they had these like mac attack like fried like balls <laughs> yeah it was like weird right so they're like Fried mac and cheese balls with like parmesan on top with like this spicy chipotle sauce. Oh my god! They were really really good. They were like ten bucks for like four of them, but like after I ate four, like I was full. Yeah, like they're really heavy. They're like the size of like really big meatballs. Okay, they were really good. I was like, yeah, that's interesting. I don't yeah, mind that. well, like, you gotta you gotta you gotta try new things. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, I like that. Yeah, you know. Listen, I want to thank Jason. So much for being here again. You don't have oh. to thank me. It's just oh my god, I love it. I love the podcasting. This like, this more, is the future of the Michael Pinchak show. It really is. Like I'm, I think about this while I'm at work. I'm like, yeah. I just want to podcast. It's the greatest thing. Yeah, I wish I could podcast like while I'm at work. Yeah, yeah. Like no. doing my work. Yeah, you know, and then just like do this too. Yeah, like that's how cool it is. Yeah, I'd really enjoy. I it. wish I could like turn it on and off. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like, when I have a minute. Let me get, let me podcast. Well, and you could do that because it's all pre. Uh, I'm recorded. So it's like yeah. I, like I told you last week, 
sometimes if I have like something in my head that I want to be on the show, yeah, I'll jump in, plug everything in, record it. It might only be like fifteen minutes, and then that's recorded. Yeah, and then I just plug it into my to because I can edit it, plug it in, take it out. Yeah, I love it. You know, because I'll listen to all this and, and edit it and shit. And hey, all. you know, the, our last podcast you talked about where you get this equipment. Yeah, B and H. Yeah, B and H. And I went on their website and I yeah. was looking at this stuff. Yeah. You know, it's not. You're right. Anybody can really buy this. It's not that expensive. And do it. It's, it's really it, not that expensive. I'm like into it. You know what I mean? Podcasting we, is like anything else. It really is. You can spend ten thousand dollars. I could spend ten thousand dollars on on equipment. Yeah. But four hundred dollars will get you just this what like what you need. Yeah. Because I'm not in a studio. I am in my bedroom in Pittsburgh. Yeah. When I do this in New York, I'm in my bedroom in New York. Yeah. Now, if I decided to build my own studio, like yeah. um, if I had a house or something, then you would invest in top-notch equipment. Because sure. if you're building a studio, that means you're either doing this on like a more professional level. Yeah. Like I was listening to a serious radio yesterday, and the guy who was doing the show, he records the show in his home in Florida. Just like Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. He records his show in his home in Florida. That's the best. So in his home is a recording studio. I have a third bedroom in my townhouse, you know, and yeah. it's just me. Yeah. I should make that into a studio. Into a studio. That's what I should do. That's what I'm going to do. Because there's, yeah. there's nothing there. Yeah. There's just, a desk. So you, like, soundproof it. You put yeah. it in the wood. You, you get a computer. You get a broadcasting desk. Like, I would love to have a real broadcasting desk in my apartment. Where, there's just no room. Where do you get those? You, it, you, can, you just Google it. Okay. And you could buy them. What do those run? I have no idea. Let's it, get one. It just depends. Let's and now, okay. One. And when I say broadcasting desk, um, sometimes what will come up is like the desk that people on like the like Channel Four News sit behind. No, no, no a no, radio no. broadcasting desk, like, like a desk that would be in a radio station. I don't want to look like Wendy Bell. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Well, we're gonna. I mean, I would like proper. to be with someone who looks like Wendy Bell. Yeah, but yeah. I don't want to. No, wanna. we're gonna get. The yeah. proper equipment. And that way you have the boom stands, you have a place for your computer, all the microphones and everything. You know, I don't even want it attached to, to the desk. I want to have, like, a crew, like, <laughs> hold it. That's how real I want <laughs> like, my podcast like, like, to be. Like we're filming, like, a movie. Yeah, yeah. Have, have the guy holding it. Yeah, I want somebody to, like, hold the equipment and me just, like, do my thing. That is cool. Well, what what I like about That's the... That's when you've made it. Yes, right? what I like about the, like, broadcast is you could stand up and, like... Manipulate yeah. the mic and everything, like I talked about okay. last week. Well, yeah, everybody come to Lexus of North Hills. Yeah, too. go to Lexus of uh, North Hills. Come on, check out. Come see me. Check if you're. Uh, yeah, check out. Oh my god, I mean, I, I'm getting a car from you. My mom doesn't know know this yeah. yet. Well, we'll just wrap one up. You know what I mean? We'll have to figure it out. There's a big bow on them. We'll, we'll have to we'll figure wrap it up. We'll, one will show up in your driveway, and no big deal. Oh my god, let's I, just get. I it just up. want a car so bad. Guess what? He is back. The one, the only on stage two is <laughs> Jason Mada. Here I am. In all my glory. Stage two. Yes. Oh, with the sports bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something wrong with you. Here, you're sick. Oh You're my lord! Disturbed. I am. I'm pretty fucked up. Yeah. Let's just be honest. It's okay. <laughs> it's not. It's not good. That's why I'm on the show. That's right. And someone needs. Someone needs to be here to like level it out. Yes. Yeah. I'm the voice of reason, <laughs> and when I am the voice of reason, things have gone off the path, like off the rails, like way completely. Off. Yeah. Way off. It's not good. Just way, way, way off. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. I'm your host, Michael. 
joined by my Pittsburgh co-host, yeah, Jason Mocha. Yeah. We just spent. Uh, well, actually, we've we've been we spent the last few days hanging out. We had we have we had di- we had dinner on. No, you know what? Let's go back to Saturday. Saturday. Last Saturday. Oh. Last Saturday was a day. Yeah, that was interesting. That was a good day. So you went to the Pens game. Yes. Where they blew it out mm-hmm. against the the Red Wings. So this is what I love about the Pittsburgh Penguins right now, the Stanley Cup champions, is the the Red Wings were winning three to one, mm-hmm. and the coach had this look on his face. The Red Wings coach. Yes, I'm sorry, the Red Wings coach. It, it was just a smug look, like you know what? Screw you, Penguins. You think you're so good. We're gonna win. We're beating you three to one. Mm-hmm. You don't even know how to play hockey. They were kind of rubbing it in. I thought like getting a little cocky there. I was sitting next to this section with a lot of Detroit fans. Yeah. And they were winning three to one. And then at that time I said, listen, you're from Detroit. Yeah. If I lived in Detroit, I'd want to be in Pittsburgh too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like you're from what looks like a third world country. Exactly. Okay. Like you, you should just be happy to <laughs> the Red Wings have away games. Exactly. <laughs> like this is that's exactly right. Yeah, exactly absolutely. Right. This is like you are so Pittsburgh became like cosmopolitan yeah. central to them. Exactly. Yeah, just you were like, oh my goodness, like there's <laughs> well, people walking around the city and they have running unarmed, water. unarmed, and, <laughs> and they have and, running like, water, running water and sewage and like. <laughs> There's no wood on the windows. Yeah, and the, the traffic buildings. lights work. Yeah. Wow. It's very interesting. Wow. Yes. Whoa. But mm. anyway, then yeah. the third period comes up. Yeah. They score they score how many goals? A lot. Yeah. Like, like four. They three or four. Four goals right. to win. I, yeah. Five to three. Five to three, yeah. And then the Red Wings are just like <laughs> It just happened yeah. so fast. Embarrassed. Yeah. It was a quick death. Yeah. Then they started leaving, you know. Coming up the steps, they were like, yeah, you know, they, they had their head down. They're all sad. Yeah, well. And I said, you know, thanks for playing. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you, you you came to our house. Glad you came along. And you thought you were going to win. Right. And then, Sorry. Listen, the Penguins are, they're just hanging out yeah. in the regular season. And then, yeah, they, 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 they're, they, they're waiting for the, the real real hockey right. to start. Yeah. They'll, they turn it on when they want to. Exactly. I mean, let's be honest. First two periods, whatever. They can't be bothered and with no. the Red Wings. <laughs> I'm serious. Okay. <laughs> what, like, yeah. The plebeians like are here. Monday, the coyotes come. Like, yeah. The coyotes. The co- <laughs> I mean, it's almost sad. It's it's sad that that game has to be played. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm saying this now, and then we'll lose like two to one. Yeah, but still, whatever. If you look on paper and you look at like what they've been doing, right. it, us against the coyotes, it's almost like. Should should they just forfeit and save themselves the embarrassment? It, it's a mismatch to say yeah. the least uh, on paper. <laughs> it's not really. There's no real one-on-one matchups. No. If I was the Coyotes, I'd I'd have like plane trouble or something. Like yeah. I can't fly in. <laughs> it's too cold. It's too north. It's you know. You'd make something right. We're gonna stay in Glendale, yeah. Arizona. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So we're down at Ruth's Chris, 8 p.m. Our waitress, I, I don't think she's ever waitressed before. Was Yeah, she's an amateur for sure. She, I thought maybe she walked over from Permanis. Yeah, and that's what like it they, seemed they threw like. threw a Ruth Chris shirt on her and was like, you know, take care of this, this table. 
she didn't write the order down. And no. Then it, it didn't come out. Like, yeah. The entries were correct. Oh, this reminds me of something that happened Saturday night, which is I still one of the greatest things I think that's ever happened. Oh, jeez. Is we're at a bar, and this is now back to Saturday. So we are with the Canadian woman yep. and, the, and the girl you took to the game. So it's the four of us. We're sitting at a bar. Right. We're going to order some food. We're hungry. This is dinner time. Well, yeah. it's after way after dinner time, but you know, for us. Well, we eat when we want. Exactly. So I ordered some chicken wings. Uh, the girl you brought ordered some nachos. Okay. The Canadian ordered a spinach, spinach dip. Spinach dip or something. Spinach dip. Something that looked. And I Jason, would never order. yeah, right. You, Jason, you ordered turkey club. A turkey club. Sandwich. Pretty a, simple. A turkey club. This is something that's on pretty much every menu of in, every restaurant in America. In, like like in America. Yeah. They have some kind of turkey club. Right. I, I figured it's pretty easy. It's standard. Like, I could probably make one right now in, like in my house. And yeah. I, don't, I don't even think we have turkey. We can find a turkey. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're out in my yard. Right. We can make it happen. Yeah. So I get my wings. They get their spinach dip and nachos. Yeah. And the bartender says, yours will be right up. Yeah. Right up, I usually mean what? Like, yeah, I'm going to make another trip. It's like she could, she could only carry three. Right. She can't carry four dishes. Yeah. So a few minutes go by. I'm hanging. And I'm like, okay, well, God, well, maybe they got to, I don't know. They're still making the turkey. She goes, listen, we, we got a new chef. Yeah, it's going to be 10 more minutes. It's just that he's working on it. He's a little slow tonight. It's a new cook. Yeah. Okay, well, somehow he made 10 wings, <laughs> a plate of nachos, and spinach dip. And spinach dip. Right. A turkey sandwich compared to those is real simple. Like, you got to get the wings out. Yeah. you got to fry them. Then you gotta roll them in the, in the butter, garlic parmesan, and theirs come with French fries. So you gotta make the French fries. Then you gotta put ranch or blue cheese in a little cup. And then you gotta put the celery and carrots. Yeah, turkey. I mean turkey club. Mine was just throw it on the plate and go. Dude, bread, turkey, bacon, lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, French fries or whatever. Go. So eventually the bartender comes over and goes. This um, is what forty five minutes. Forty five minutes. You were all done eating. Yeah, we were done eating. The plates were gone. Yeah. And I looked over because Jason and I were sitting like far apart, like two girls were um, um, in between us. I looked over. I was like, Jay, what's it's not here yet? So the, the I was patient. Yeah. Well, hey, sometimes you got to nice be patient. Guy. I'm a friendly guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> so the bartender comes over and goes, listen, I'm sorry, but the chef. Can't... You get well, first of all, you could tell that she had some really bad news. Yes. It was like she when... was like very concerned about my reaction. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, she put her head down, like couldn't look at me. And she said. Real quickly, too, like very like, hastily. They can't make what you ordered. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean you can't make it? I, I don't know. They they can't make it. I'm like, you could have told me this 45 minutes ago. <laughs> exactly. So she says, we're prepared to do something for you. Oh. I said, oh. Oh. Well, listen, okay. You personally? Or? I, I don't know. I couldn't tell. <laughs> she was a pretty cute waitress. I said, what about the girl Or bartender, yeah. yeah. I said, what about the other one? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she says, we're prepared to give you a drink on the house or a bottled water a bottled water I, you know i you know what i was i said i'm gonna just take the bottled water and move on <laughs> so i went about my evening with a bottled water and i was driving so yeah like whatever no big deal yeah but, but i remember we were walking to the parking garage and you look back and go hey guys i'm pretty hungry <laughs> yeah i was fucking lie i'm a little a little hungry This waitress at Ruth's Chris, she was a dingus. 
She just didn't, like, she didn't write anything down. She forgot the potatoes. Yeah. Then she asked, Larry and I both ordered a baked potato. Okay, with yeah. our cowboy ribeye, which is like 24 hours. We all got cowboy ribeyes except for my mom. Right. Who always gets like a petite filet. Right. So she's like, Larry said something. You know, Larry was like, hey, where where's the baked potatoes? She's like, oh, like looking all confused. Yeah. Then she said something really strange. She said, um, do, you, do you two want to split one? Like, there's a reason we ordered two. Yeah. Like, who splits a baked potato? Well, I don't. I, you no. Know, I don't know. I don't think you do. No. If I get a baked potato, it's my baked potato. Larry looked at me like, I would never share a baked potato with you. <laughs> you know, Larry's look was probably like when when the lady at uh, Capital Girl asked if I had been there before. Yeah. It's probably that look. Well, and then oh, and then going back, when we ordered, he ordered the tomahawk. Oh, okay. So, so listen. 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 <laughs> There's something called the customer is always right. I ordered a cowboy ribeye. Mom ordered a uh, petite. petite filet. You ordered a cowboy ribeye. Okay, our steaks are twenty-two ounces. Yeah, okay. something like you that. and I. Larry goes. I like the tomahawk ribeye, which is forty ounces. Yeah, with the big bone sticking out. Yeah, so really that bone is probably like 10, 15 ounces. Yeah, probably, of it. Yeah. So he's really ordering pretty much the same size steak that we are, maybe a little bigger. She goes, "That's for two people." He goes, "Uh, I know. I want the the tomahawk." And she, like, talked him out of it, and he ended up getting the cowboy ribeye. It's like, excuse me, I want the tomahawk, write it down, and bring it. Like, don't question what I want. Well, I even said, if he doesn't eat it, he'll take it home. Yeah. What's the big deal? Yeah. He lives by himself. Well, I mean, because right now, you know, Merce and the baby are out in California, but, like, he, he, he can eat the other half tomorrow. Maybe he wants it so he could take some home. Like, this waitress just didn't know what to do. She just was not attentive, and it's 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 definitely like a B player. Like you're yeah. not going to see her there on a Friday or Saturday night. It was a B team. Effort. Yeah. Women are weird, man. Yeah, they they're were. strange ducks. Listen, they're strange ducks. I don't know. Um, I I you know I love I love women. Let's not get this wrong here, but they're hard people to get a, to like to understand. Yeah. To get along with. Right. Listen, I got to tell my listeners about this girl. From the opera. Oh, yes. This is highly interesting. So, I'm in this opera, right? And, you know, rehearsals are long. There's nothing to do. When, when, you know, when the director's talking to the leads and you're, like, in the background just, like, hanging out. So, there was this girl who carries the wine, right? Mm -hmm. And she's super cute. And so, I start talking to her and we become friends. Turns out she's got this fiancé. Well, her and I, she calls me, like, every day, sometimes, like, twice a day. You know, we're texting all the time. I, like, sent her poems. Oh. I did. You know, I, like, wrote her, like, a love song. It, I mean, it, it was getting, like, deep. You're like Kenny G. Yeah. I was, like, <laughs> full-on Kenny. I, like, full-court pressed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Super cute. Right. We talked all the time. All of a sudden, her fiancé is not into it anymore. <laughs> what should he be? And she goes, listen, anything that you text me, he reads. And then he has he helps me form a response to what you say. What does that even mean? I said, what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, that your, is out there. Your fiance reads. He reads what I write. Yeah. He's and scanning then, the text. And then he helps you as if you are a helpless little girl. Respond to me. Listen, we're, what we're going to do tonight is we're going to send some 
explicit yes, text messages. We really should to this individual. We now let's see what he has to say. Exactly. When Jason gets on the horn. <laughs> okay. Let's see what he has to say. So so one day I'm doing laundry and my phone rings and it's her name. Well, she calls me like once or twice a day. Normal. It's his normal. I pick up. It's him. <laughs> it's the fiance. That's the best. Yeah. It's the fiance. Yeah, that's awkward. We like, what's up, buddy? He goes, hello. And I'm like, hello. He goes, so I'm just calling to see what's up between you and, and my fiance. <laughs> and he goes, you know, I understand that you could fall in love with her because I fell in love with her. That's what he said. Yeah. So I understand like how that could happen. And we have this conversation and I say, listen, dude, I am not in the business of breaking up like engagements and marriages and stuff. She's not marrying me. She's marrying you. Don't worry about it. So we hang up. I finish my laundry. I text her and I go, listen, it's over. I've messed with your life enough. This girl's 21. I'm like, Lily, they're not happy. Like, they, like my involvement in her life was screwing up their engagement. And I just, I was like, you know what? I have messed with your life. Right. And I barely know you. Like, we just met. Right. Like, I'm, it's over. We're not talking anymore. Yeah. So we said our goodbyes. I said, good luck with your life. Good luck with my life. It's it. And I just. Cut it off. Cut it off. Yeah. I didn't delete anything or blocker. I just cut it off. Yeah. No reason to do all that crap. Just nothing wrong with that. It's done. It's, it's over. Yeah. So it was it's been weeks. Weeks, weeks. and weeks and weeks. No right. no contact, no nothing. calling, no no texting. Because you know what? Good for you. They need to figure it out. Figure it out. Okay. The other night, three days ago. You know what? It was it was Monday night, but it was like it was actually Tuesday. It was actually Tuesday my morning. birthday. It was one in the morning on December sixth. My phone rings. I'm thinking maybe it's because I live here with my mom right right now. Sometimes my mom calls me, you know, like if she needs something, she won't, you know, yell. You know what I mean? Oh, man, my mom needs something. And one in the morning, it's her. I pick up the phone. Hi. Yeah. Uh, What's going on? It's a little late. Well, I can't sleep. And and I don't know. I just wanted to see what you were doing. Yeah. Well, what do you think I'm doing? I'm like, well, I'm I you woke me up, but what's what's going on? Are you okay? Yeah. And she starts going on and on about this callback for a show and what's going on with her and she's like, "I miss you." Oh. And she's like, "I don't think this is allowed." Like her talking to me. I was like, "Are you going to tell your fiance?" She's like, "No." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh. Wow. Uh-oh." We talk till 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, that's a mistake. That's a mistake. Then now we've been texting the whole week. Oh, my goodness. Past couple days. Listen, that is. Like, what's going on? You tell me. Now, check this out. Check this out. I'm saying, well, well, what's going on? Like, why are you calling me? She goes, well, my fiance and I um, auditioned for the same production of Wizard of Oz. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. That's a red flag. If you and your fiance, <laughs> yeah, if he's also auditioning for the show, mm-hmm. uh, was he going to be Dorothy? Is he <laughs> exactly? I think he wanted to be Dorothy. <laughs> so maybe he was a flying monkey. Maybe he, he's. <laughs> I'm ignorant. I'm ignorant. <laughs> so anyway, he gets the scarecrow. 
<laughs> Which in itself is pretty funny. I'm just looking at I mean, you, Tommy. This, this guy story, has no just, brain. You got all kinds of thoughts. I have. All, I yeah. mean, there are so many things yeah. I want to say. Yeah. So she gets called back for Dorothy. Yeah. She goes into the callback. You know, yeah. her and another girl get to sing another song. So it's like down to those two. Then she gets an email. You know, thank you for auditioning, but we're going with somebody else. But if you want, you could be in the ensemble or you could be a tree. Be a tree. Yeah. That's when you know you picked the wrong career. Yeah. (laughs) A tree. When your job offer is, do you want to be a tree? A tree. Listen. Like, like the day before, she could have been the lead, Dorothy. Right. And now she's a tree. So, (laughs) so like, the goal was for them to do the show together. You know, like, a nice thing. You know, like, they're kind of, they kind of, like, are, like, they're both leads in the show. And they're playing, like, off each other. And her mother... Her mother told her, you need to be fake happy that you're because because right now she is not happy. She's pissed she didn't get the part. She's pissed she didn't get the part. Yeah. And And he's the lead. And they said that they would only do the show together, meaning like he's still going to do it. And he's going to do it. So he's a liar. So, yeah. So he's he's going to do it. Listen. And, 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 And the mother is like, you have to be fake happy for him because how is this a way to start a marriage? So you have to lie to him about your feelings to to keep the marriage. What the? But heck? it's no better to be to be lying to him. Yeah. No, you're pissed. You didn't get. It. And she goes, "I don't want to do the show." I'm like, "You shouldn't do the show. You should not be a tree and waste your time. You have you're in school, you have a job, you have a wedding to plan, and you're gonna waste your time on a show being an effing tree." Yeah. I was like, "Listen, have him call me again. This is bullshit." Yeah. You know, I mean, listen. <laughs> I don't mind talking to cute girls at one in the morning right. and keeping them company because, right. you know, it works in my favor. Yeah. You know? Sure. Everything I say that she agrees with just, you know, tips the scales in my favor. Right. I'm still not looking to break these two up because what the fuck? I mean, whatever. Yeah. Do what you want. Go have a miserable marriage. Right. But she kept going on and on about like, I am I live such a small life. I want to have a big life. Right. I'm like, well, if you get married next month, and start having babies at 21, you're going to have a little, 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 little life. And I am not diminishing having a family. Having a family is like the greatest thing you could possibly do, like have children and stuff. Like it's an amazing thing. Like I'm watching my brother do it. My friends do it. It's unbelievable. But you're only 21. And she has all these dreams and all these like desires. Clearly. And I'm like, go and get them. But I'm just going to be a wifey. She, she, she kept saying that, wifey. Like diminishing what is she herself. In a rap video. Yeah. Like what is di- this. Like diminishing herself. Like Listen, don't diminish yourself. It's unacceptable. Drop this guy. He's yeah. definitely gay. Yeah. He wants to be the scarecrow. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Like the come scarecrow on. didn't have a brain. No. This, Listen, guy, this guy's a dingus. Yeah. She needs to drop him. Like. Oh, I can't fresh. wait to be married and have kids. Yeah. And I'm in love with him. And I, I told you this today. I didn't want to tell her this, but I, I really think she's in love with what's happening. A marriage children family i don't know if she's in love with this guy she might just be in love with her situation let me tell you something about women (laughs) right women don't know what they want no they have no idea okay that's that's the problem they see some lifetime movie yeah and they think that they're gonna wait for this perfect guy yeah i told you disney oh like a disney world thing yeah disney has ruined yeah our generation is gonna come of women. Yeah, and they're going to be perfect guys, and you're going to have this yes. great life. They have completely unrealistic expectations about everything. They don't know anything. Yeah. Completely unrealistic. Listen, why do you think Trump won? 
Exactly. He insulted women for years. Yeah. And they still voted for him. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a part of them that kind of likes that. Yeah. Because <laughs> you want to know something? It's, it's like real. Right. Because he's insulting like Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like all women are fat or all women are bimbo or whatever he, whatever said. he said. It doesn't matter. You know, it's like it, it's it's very specific, and it's the truth usually. Yeah, Th- this girl is clearly confused. She is, and I don't know what to do because you know I left it up to her. Like, she, and I said, um, "Are you gonna call me again? Like, are we talking again?" Because I was the one who told her we shouldn't talk like anymore. Here's an idea. Hear, hear me out. This is the idea. Let's go to the to the show. It's in March. Let's go. And they'll be married by no, by then. Won't. No, they won't. You think you don't think it'll happen? Well, we're gonna crush the wedding. Yeah, we'll, we'll make an appearance. You can wear your new shirt. I'll wear some purple suit or some bullshit. Yeah, like the Joker. Yeah, and we'll go in there. Yeah, and we'll say we own Phipps or something. Yeah, and we'll cause a scene. And we'll go. We got to close this down. This isn't right. Right, right. And we'll just we'll just close it down. She doesn't like the flowers or whatever, right? It's anyway. true. She doesn't. They're right. they're they're hot pink and lime green. She hates it. She doesn't like the setup. She hates it. So let's go to this. Go, let's go scare the scarecrow. Exactly. In March. Yeah. Hey, hey, scarecrow. Yeah. <laughs> What if we went? I'll to be the, the wizard. You could be the, you could be the lion. I'll be the lion. If I uh, the Tin Man was the king <laughs> of the forest. <laughs> the lion didn't have the courage, right? No, no. So you can't be the no. lion because you if, do have the courage. If, you literally talked to this guy on the phone already. I did. That, I talked that's to courageous. Him. No, that is very it's very courageous. courageous. <laughs> you maybe you are the scarecrow. That's not <laughs> smart. <No. Yeah. laughs> Can you? I talked to this guy. Yeah, on the phone. He called me. And he he said you can. I can understand why you're in love with her. Yeah. What kind of guy says that? Well, I wouldn't say that. The phone call should have been like, "Listen, asshole. Yeah, where do you live? Stop talking to my fucking fiance. Right, where do you live? Yeah. No, he was like, "Listen, man, I understand how you could fall in love with her because I did, and she's such a wonderful person. But you know, all your talk of loving her and everything, I just want to make sure that like." We understand, you know, each I'm like, who the what the fuck are you are you I mean, I'm I'm folding my my my, my underwear. Right. Like I'm literally like folding yeah. like my clothes. Yeah. Putting stuff from the washer like into the dryer. Yeah. Listening to this dingus. We're gonna Dude. we're gonna take care of it. Like I, it's people I don't know where these people like come from. Yeah. You know what they it's like she said, she lives in a small world. Like she has a small life. Girls don't know. They have no idea. They're clueless. Think, yeah, they have no idea. Clueless. I emailed the show one day. I don't know if you received it. You did? Yeah. You, don't you check it? Oh, my God. Did you really? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. I don't remember what I said. But hold on a second. I said something. Hold, hold on. Because it's really kind of peculiar. Oh, yes, you did. It's not a game. <laughs> there you go. See? You, I emailed, that was like weeks ago. It was. What day was that? Hold on, hold that on. That was what, 1128? 1124. Okay. Yeah. That's a long time ago. See, what, what happens is all my emails get funneled into my inbox. Right. And I don't know that it's actually going to that email. How many email addresses do you have personally? One, two, three. Yeah, I have five. Yeah. They all come to one spot now. Yeah, they all go to one spot. Because right. I have my professional email for my opera. And then I have now I now have my show email and I have my personal email. Right. But they all go to my 
one big inbox. All right. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, you could email the show at the Michael Papinchak show at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, go to michaelpapinchak.com slash podcast. And remember, if you really want Alexis, <laughs> oh, yes. there's only one place to go yeah. if you're in Pittsburgh. That's Lexus of North Hills. Yes. And see my friend Jason Mocha on stage two, Jason, yeah. at 15025 Perry Highway, Wexford, PA, 15090. You could call him at 724-940-1400 or email Jason directly at jmocha, M-O-K-A, at LexusOfNorthHills.com. Thank you so much yeah. for listening to the yeah. show. And I, this was great. Man, you need to be on every show. I want to be on every show. So even when I'm back in New York. We, we need to find a way where I can remotely do it. Yeah, we will, we will figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. I'm just going to figure it out. Yes, because I I have to. I'll do it every day. Yeah, even if I have I'm to go to lie. even if I have to go to B and H and be like, listen, I now need a setup where I can have a caller call in every day. That would be great. Can you imagine some of the people calling in? Yeah, yeah. No, but what I mean is, you would call in. Well, yeah, me. You would call in to be on the show, right? But what about some guests? I it would, would be great to have guests. <coughs> <laughs> we could call that girl and her her fiance could call. Exactly. We could talk to him. Talk we, him through it. We could we could do like some counseling. I'm now choking on my own spit or something. Mm. We'll enlighten him. <laughs> Jeez. Hang I, in there, buddy. I just Chris Farley did over here. It's okay. Yeah, the bears. <laughs> the, the van down by the river. <laughs> the bears, the bears, the bears. The yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Michael Pinchak Show. And thank you again, Jason, for being here. And we're going to get you on every show from now on somehow or some way. We'll figure it out. And we'll see you next time on the Michael Pinchak Show. (laughs) 